Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Provo 36 Ward Come Follow Me podcast. My name is Samuel Robenheimer. For those of you who do not know or have not been listening, I'd like to apologize really quickly for missing the last couple of weeks. It's been pretty chaotic with tests and stuff, but I'm super excited for this week. Kind of to make up for missing a couple of weeks, I'd like to share really quickly from Genesis 28 which was last week's Come Follow Me discussions, but something that stuck out to me, and then I'll get into this coming week's Come Follow Me. It comes from verses 20 and 21, which, for those of you who have read this last week's Come Follow Me, you realize that God is giving Jacob these this revelation to do things, and It's kind of scary for him to follow, but it says, And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And I love those verses because at first you read like, oh, if God is going to bless me, then maybe I'll follow him. Then maybe he can be my God. But what it's really saying is looking forward, these are the things God is going to do for me. Jacob is realizing that going forward in his life, he will be blessed. He will receive so many things from God. So why not follow him? Why not continue to follow him in revelation and in the path of righteousness why not allow the lord to be his god and that goes the same with us reading my patriarchal blessing i i see so many things that have that god has promised me that i am looking forward to and then i go through trials and i go through hardship and i'm like this is this worth it you know but looking forward and realizing These are the promises God has made to me. Why not follow him? He shall be my God. And I love that. I love that. And I hope that you guys can look at that and kind of apply that to your lives as well. Now, going forward into this Come Follow Me for March 7th through 13th, um, we look at Genesis 37 through 41, which... For those of you who know, it's the story of Joseph getting sold into Egypt and then kind of everything that happens to him um, up until the famine begins. And I love these chapters for many reasons, but honestly, it's partially because it relates to me. And I know it relates to everyone else out there. You know, we go through these hard things that are sometimes unavoidable and not our fault, but we see how much the Lord blesses us and blesses Joseph in this time. And we realize that that's the same for us. God is with us and has blessed us and will continue to bless us in our trials. And if we are faithful, he will allow us to make it to the end and receive the help we need. Now, there are one, two, three sections of this that the church has put out in the Come, Follow Me handbook. And those three sections are the Lord was with Joseph in his adversity I am faith. If I am faithful, the Lord will guide and inspire me. And with the Lord's help, I can flee temptation. 
which are three super important sections for us to look at and think about honestly as we go through our lives. Um, The first one, I'd like to just mention a couple things. As you read the Come Follow Me pamphlet, the Come Follow Me book, it talks about the time where Joseph was sold into Egypt and how God was with him and allowed him to become influential in the Egyptian area, in the city, or in the in Egypt. And then he gets thrown into prison because he refuses to sleep with Potiphar's wife and she kind of makes that a whole situation, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But God even blesses him there to the point where Joseph kind of helps the jailkeeper and is almost running things and being influential there. And it's God maximizing his situation and allowing Joseph to be blessed to the extent that he can be in whatever situation he is in, which I think is incredible. Um, But there are a couple verses I'd like to read. Um, It comes from Genesis 39. And it says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. Which is kind of the start of why Joseph was so influential, right? Joseph sold into Egypt. Um, one of Pharaoh's, uh, I don't know what the words would be, generals? kind of buys him and he becomes a servant in his house and everything goes from there to the point where he ends up influencing and benefiting and blessing the entirety of Egypt as well as all the Israelites and all these different things which I love and it kind of also ties into the next section that if I am faithful the Lord will guide and inspire me now it talks about how as we're faithful, as we strive to seek God, he blesses us and provides us with these different things, these different opportunities to grow, to expand, to learn. And one of the examples that it shares is the dreams that are provided to both Pharaoh and then two of Pharaoh's servants, I think, a baker and someone else. I don't remember exactly who. And then also to Joseph, because he receives these dreams as well as other people, and he has the opportunity and the ability from God to interpret them. And I love that because God provides revelation in so many different ways. And I personally don't receive revelation and guidance in dreams. But it makes you wonder, like, how does God talk to me? How how can I see things that God is trying to reveal to me in my daily life? One of the prompts that I love, it says, ponder how the Lord will, is revealing his will to you. What are you doing to act on the revelation the Lord has given you? And how are you seeking additional guidance from him? You know, I had the opportunity recently to talk to one of my friends, um, one of my close friends, about seeking revelation. And for their situation, it was very specific. 
but it got me thinking about how I receive revelation a little bit more. And oftentimes I find that I make a decision. So I will pray, I will make a decision and then I will pray again and I'll tell God, you know, this is what I am trying to accomplish. This is my goal. And I want to be able to accomplish this, which is something that I think is super important. And then being willing to go with what he has us do, being willing to take the answers and the direction that he gives us going forward is how important, how I kind of go along with it, right? Which is super important. So that's something else I'd like you guys to take a look at as you continue forward, as you strive to seek revelation is how, how do you receive revelation and what is your relationship with God in receiving revelation? Now, the third section, really quickly, it says, with the Lord's help, I can flee temptation. And we see Joseph's situation with Potiphar's wife and how she is trying to get him to sleep with her, to lay with her, as it says in the scriptures. But there are a handful of different things that Joseph does that it mentions in the Come Follow Me book. It says, first, he refuses the advances of Potiphar's wife. He recognizes that sinning would offend God and others. He hearkened not to the temptation, even though it continued day by day. And he left his garment and fled and got him out. Now, there's very specific things there for how Joseph resisted temptation. First, he knew it was bad, so he initially just refused it. Second was that he recognized that sinning would offend God and others. He didn't want to offend God. He didn't want to do these things that would take God or take him away from God. And then, although it continued, he continued to resist. So it's not something that we can do once. It's something that we must continue to do. And then he, in the last... One, it says he left his garment and fled and got him out. And that was almost, to an extent, like a dire situation. Like he was almost being forced, like Potiphar's wife threw herself upon him and he got out. It wasn't a, oh, I was weak in this moment. No, he knew what was going on. He was aware and he left immediately when things got bad, which is something that I think is super important and something that the handbook asks us to do for this week is to list temptations, things that we go through in our lives, and then what situations provide those temptations. So what kind of things are we doing that allow us to receive those temptations, and how do we plan to respond? How are we going to avoid those situations? How are we going to get out of those situations when we find ourselves in them so that we are a lot less likely to fall into temptation? With that being said, there are a lot of other things that we can talk about, but I don't want to spoil too much of these chapters as I think they are super important. Something else that I love quickly before we end is just chapter 41 of Genesis. We find that, you know, Joseph has interpreted the dream of Pharaoh and they begin to prepare for these seven years of famine throughout these seven years of prosperity. And the influence and power that Joseph has, because he was faithful to God, because God 
because he was striving to do what God wanted him to do. God provided him with an opportunity to bless and support and grow not only himself and the handful of people around him, but an entire nation benefited because Joseph was faithful. And that's something that while we may not have that same power, we can have the same opportunities to bless and provide and support others as we strive to serve God, which I love. With that being said, I look forward to next week. I will have one out next week that I'm going to record in the next couple days. And I will just have them post themselves as the weeks go forward. But till then, enjoy studying and I hope to hear some of your guys' thoughts. Bye.